Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Essential 11. As always, we're brought to you by Acton Academy. Acton Academy, Placer, Apogee Strong, and our friends over at Discover Praxis. Check out discoverpraxis.com for the best alternative to college out there. In fact, college should be called the alternative to Praxis. I just made that up, um, but I like it and I believe it. Uh, hey, today's episode, uh, a lot of fun, man. Uh, had my friend Sean Zimmer on uh, and with a young man of Apogee Strong as well. Uh, Sean came to my attention, um, you know, not, not that long ago, maybe six, eight, nine months ago. And, and uh, he was battling all of the mandates that were, were going on in Canada uh, and uh, went through some amazing things in the midst of those battles, was out on the front lines of uh, of the trucker strike and I mean so many crazy things that this guy endured uh, for the sake of freedom and as you know freedom is my favorite f word so uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have on Mr. Sean Zimmer. There he is the man the myth the legend. What's up Mr. Zimmer? Hey man how's it going brother? Going very well man how are you? Doing well doing well couldn't be better. Man, be better. thank you for joining us, sir. Um, it is uh, it is exciting. I just want to make sure you understand, you know, kind of what we're doing here, man. And we want to dive into you and these guys are going to have great questions. But, uh, you know, this this is a program. Tim Kennedy, if you're familiar with him, uh, you know, he and I have this mentorship program for for young men. So the young men you're seeing on this screen are all over the world. They are committed to being the leaders that this world needs and does not have, as you know all too well. Um, and they're taking on projects, they're taking on challenges, and every single week they get to connect with other men who are leading by example, men like you, men like Andy Frizzella, men like Tim, men like you know uh, Leif Babin, and we just bring in the best of the best, man. So thank you for being a part of that. Uh, and then we put it out as the Essential 11 podcast, which goes around the world as well. So want to make right. sure you have a voice on that. So thank you, brother. It's an honor. Oh, it's an honor being here. Thanks for doing that because we need that. We, we need do. that. Men, men need a place to come together and grow together and share our voices. It's much needed in today's society more than ever. So thank you for doing this. I'm, I'm happy. I'm an open book. Whatever I can help with, man, I'm here. You are awesome, brother. So first and foremost, dude, I want to thank you for, for the fight um, that you got in this. You know, again, leading by example, man, you out there fighting, being on the front lines of what's going on because what's happening there in Canada and happening in the U.S. and happening, it's, it's, uh, this is where we need men stepping up and you are definitely doing that. Will you uh, kind of give these, and we got listeners all over the world too. So will you give kind of an update of what's kind of been going on, what you've been doing, what happened on account of you doing what you were doing? Will you give us a little bit of that story? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, for me with everything going on in the world, I had a message that came to me, um, build it and they will come intuitively for me it's always been um to build community to bring people together help people share their voice and gain confidence by taking action right confidence comes from the memory of winning um so for me it's always been about bringing people together um never been the guy to get into the victim mindset looking at the government to save me um and i'm helping people see that divineness within themselves find that light within themselves understand that sovereignty starts in the mind so for me, when the pandemic started, you know, I was a man who kept to himself. I had just uh, transitioned from my construction company to doing um, online coaching and more so writing a book, uh, putting a lot of my time in there. So I was very much to myself and enjoying being to myself. And when I saw 
the news on the pandemic instantly survival of fitness is what my gut my heart told me which as we know uh, a lot of people don't like hearing that and unfortunately for them we've uh, catered to too many of the sensitivities in the world and we need to start standing up to them and that's what's great why you guys are doing this so for me that was uh shake my head people aren't going to listen to this no way and i went back into my hole and kept writing my book kept working on me until about six months later when i went to the gym they said i couldn't come in the doors without a mask so I, I just had to wear one to get across from them and that was it and i shook my head again it's like this is absolutely ridiculous uh went and bought a uh, all the gym equipment i needed and put a gym in my basement that was that wasn't gonna go and get behind any of that bullshit and it started opening my eyes though to how many people who were how many people who were blindly listening um including some of the more masculine men that i looked at and you know over time a lot of things started adding up to understand why um for, for many of you guys so you know fast forward a little bit to when they said you couldn't have more than one person over at your home, even in your yard. That's when I said enough's enough. I put everything aside that I could. I made a deal with God, said, hey, I will do my best to help everybody that I can, free of charge. I'll be a voice, guide me, help me become stronger, help me shoot to a straight narrow for them and take care of my bills and I will be at service here for you. And that's where everything kind of progressed, where you see on social media, kind of the stand I've been taking against this tyrannical uh, overreach we've been seeing, right? And um, that uh, progressed to a great community that we can get into for sure. Uh, for sure. It's, 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 it's been a journey, man. <laughs> no doubt, brother. Yeah, I think I want to say it might have been Ian uh, Smith um, who, who first reached out and was like, Hey, I think he and I were chatting and he's like, Hey man, have you seen, uh, you know, do you know who Sean is? Um, and I said, no, I wasn't sure. So he's, I think he was the first one that introduced me to what you had going on. And I remember the first post I saw is you had, you know, a bunch of people out in a, it looked like maybe it was in your backyard, man. And you guys were out there working out and just getting after it. Um, and even that people were coming after you and trying to, you know, trying to shut all that stuff down. You were like Ian Smith, you know, Canadian version. Um, 100%. And, you know, thank, thank you to Ian for leading the way, um, yeah. led by example, right? Leading by example, it's going in front, pull the reins with you. Whoever can uh, man up or woman up to follow, great. Um, but otherwise, you just lead the charge. And Ian led that for me. Um, and that's what I told everybody. I'm like, man, this guy's done it. He, uh, he led the way. This is what we have to do. So, yeah, that's what I did. I, you know, I have a big yard here uh, right on one of the busiest streets in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, for those who don't know, is uh, center of Canada, Manitoba, right dead smack center just above North Dakota. And uh, I'm on one of the busiest streets here. There's about a million people in the city, um, just on the outskirts where I like to be. But still, right in it. And I said, okay, let's do boot camps. I used to do fitness classes for people. Let's do boot camps free of charge. I put it out there on my social media. You can still see the video. I said, hey, come here four times a week, whether it's 100 people or it's just me, we'll be doing it. Don't worry about the officers. Don't worry about anything going on. This is a place we're going to focus on health, and I'll take that stand for you. And that's exactly what I did. And, um, you know, this yard was perfect. Uh, you know, all the stars aligned as the grade next door is higher. Perfect grade parking lot for the cops to come in, look at what we're doing, try to put that behind <laughs> me, tell us to shut down. And I looked at them with love and said, fuck you. Uh, you can shove that ticket up your ass or leave it in the fence if you want. Um, it doesn't matter to me because I'm a sovereign individual. I know my God-given rights. And I will take this stand right now. And that's what we did. And that progressed to such a beautiful thing, you know, and that, that what one man, what one man could do 
uh, really made a ripple effect. I can tell you that it inspires so many people just to share their voice, just to have sanity and, and being who they are uh, coming into themselves and coming into a community where they can grow and yeah. understand and know confidently that everybody around them has their best interests at heart. Yes, they don't have to worry about being judged and, and try to be this individual based on what society wants you to be. Right. Just really true, true to yourselves. And that, uh, progressed from all the impact it's had on the community members. You know, I went from having one person over my house, uh, every month to about a thousand every week. And that's not a big home. That's <laughs> awesome though. Right up. And that, uh, you know, from there we did the, um, I started junior Patriots. Uh, that's classes for kids, boot camps for kids, about winning and losing, you know, picking teams, the old school ways, having two push-up challenge, whoever the best two are. All right, pick your teams. There's one person that gets per- picked first. There's a person that gets picked last. That's what way it is, right? Teach about how life really works. And uh, then we also started the bi-weekly freedom fires. We call them big parties that we did where we had dance lessons, you know, stand-up comedy, all these different things. I just kept looking at what can we do to bring community together? What can we do to help people come into who they are, really come back to our roots as humans and come into our divine presence and share that shine so brightly that our light reaches every crevice possible reach into the darkness so people start waking up from it and realizing hey look at what these people are doing over there they're just living living true to themselves and having that really impact them so they can walk over and you know it's transpired to so many things from there man dude uh, i love that man and, and what you said is spot on so the, you're talking about waking people up and waking people up to their God-given rights to this sovereignty that is inside us. So I've got kind of a two, kind of a two-part question on this. One, why do you think we have so many people who have abandoned that God-given sovereignty, whether they've abandoned it recently, whether they abandoned it years ago, and it just kind of was showing now, like why so many that have abandoned this? And why do you think you have chosen not to. And I, and I appreciate that so much. There's just so few of us that I believe have chosen not to. And do you think that's a God given thing? Is there something in your upbringing? Like, you know, kind of where do you think that comes from? So sort of, sort of two parts. Why have so many people abandoned it and why did you not? Right. Right. Well, I think the, uh, you know, why so many people abandon it is a answer among many. I'm uh, really just looking at how society's been built really, yeah. you know, living, not true to ourselves, right? Yeah. Wanting to be liked. You know, look at social media, for instance. How many people are on social media just posting for likes, po- pretending to be somebody they aren't so they get attention, right? So people like a version of them that they aren't. Um, we've gotten just so far off track to really what we are at our root, at our heart, um, which is love unconditionally, coming into ourselves, expressing our passions and bringing people up. So, you know, in general, I just think it's been an attack, uh, an attack on society, you know, indoctrination right from however many decades ago, a long, long time ago, that has been really moving people away from coming to themselves and just living, like just getting back to sucking the tit, you know, yeah, sitting there. Yeah, we'll have a really spoon fed for you, right? Because we face so many challenges in life and we're so lost until you, you know, come into your divine presence that it, it's an easy way out, a cop out for a lot of people just to go and attach to that tit of the government and, uh, and look at other people for um, them to lift them up instead of really coming at it who they are, right? So that could, you know, the umbrella under that could go on and on. We could talk hours and hours yeah. and hours. Yeah. It's pretty clear it's been an attack and, and you know, when we look at how many people have lost their way, I don't blame them. Um, it's been fucking hard, man. Um, yeah. We've 
we got a lot of mental health issues out there, obviously, uh, yeah. more than ever. And we have had, however that stemmed out, I, you know, believe it was different powers, government, you know, kind of mm-hmm. dangling a carrot for people to go to this path of mental weakness and really create so many issues that project on our children and everything. And at the start, we were so taken off by we're like, yeah, whatever you do, you over there, right? Like yeah. piss off, just whatever, keep it over there. But unfortunately we gave them too much power. We said, that's okay. You do that over there. And it grew, they grew so much to where the masses, you know, most men started getting scared to speak out because yep. so many people were virtue signaling and getting behind this mental weakness and call us out for being toxic masculinity, right? That's right. That's the word that was thrown around for the last decade. Um, that's absolutely bullshit. If you're toxic, you're toxic. It has nothing to do with masculinity. It's the uh, opposite. Exactly. It's yeah, the so, opposite. Yeah, we need it. We need it. We need it. You know, toxic masculinity would be, you know, um, I don't want to leave. It would be somebody who's not very masculine at all. Who's that's not right. stepping into the role as a protector provider. Who's Bingo. not showing up and doing their best and judging themselves based on what God has shown them, not judging themselves based off of what others are doing, what that's others right. think is right, or what others think is what life is all about. That's um, right. You know, for me, you know, why, why am I somebody who didn't? I can tell you from day one, I've, authority has never felt right to me. Um, yeah. I've been just gone through the system. I was kicked out as 15, spent uh, some time behind bars, pretty young. Um, I've always known this was wrong. Always, yeah. always. I tell you, I didn't believe in God though until two years ago, until he finally came out, came to me. He's like, Hey boy, you're on the right track, man. I've been here your whole time. Uh, keep going. I got some big plans for you and you're going to see that come soon. And you shared a message with me. He said, it's exciting, but be careful, run with it. Don't get lost in it. And at first I took that as my ego, uh, which still is, um, but as well, the divine beings that we are, I am all together as one uh, non-duality, right? That's a whole other subject that doesn't work great or something, but I can tell you, we're all here in the same boat together. We are all together. We're one. So that understanding and my relationship with God has really transpired to something beautiful the last two years as I keep raising my vibration. And he showed me something with that, you know, with I am non-duality, all, all of us being one which really allowed me to let go of the anger that I had for people. Um, I was so mad at everybody putting the muzzle on, you know, getting behind it all. But then I really understood, no, this is an awakening. You know, I heard that word a lot and it never really resonated with me, but it is. It's an awakening to who we are, to God. And everything is designed to grab you and shake you until you wake up. And unfortunately, some people are really sleeping. But that is the whole process. It's all happening for reasons. So there is no, you know, the going along to get along is bullshit. Actually, it's yep. all part of everybody's journey. So now I respect everybody's journey. And I understand, hey, if I say fuck you, that's saying fuck me, right? Like whatever I yeah. put out there to you is great to me because you're yeah. we're the same. We come from the same place, right? So that's really allowed me to let go and start leading uh, from, from the heart instead of just leading from a place of only strength and honor. Now I'm leading from that but as well true love unconditionally and to have that you need forgiveness right in there right i, so I love it man but, no yeah. man so it's good funny. it's oh, so God. good dude no it's so cool and i love i love that you talk about a little bit of that rough i mean the the best men that i know you know share so many so many characteristics right and they and again it's the opposite of toxicity it is what masculinity is all about it's the virtues that really signify that leader that provider that protector Right. They ha- all of those things that we're that we're talking about. So many of the, the best men that I know learned that through hardship and learned it through having lived on the other side, doing some things that they're like, man, I was a little rough. I was a little angry. I did some things I was not proud of. Honestly, the best men that I know 
have seen that other side and are capable of that other side. And it's like that whole old Jordan Peterson thing where he says, look, you know, you you've got to be capable of being dangerous and being this person, but choosing to go the other way is what, you know, really makes you that virtuous man. You know, I Precisely. think right. Precisely. I think- you, need to, you need to be a monster, you need to be a warrior. You need to, we need to take that energy and grab it and put it up at the top of the lighthouse yes. man, and shine up for everybody to see, be a fucking lighthouse. That's, That's right, at. man. That's exactly yeah. it. You know, when God talks about David being a man after his own heart and you look at David and David was a savage. David was not necessarily a good dude with the ladies. David was not necessarily the good dude on the battlefield. He was a warrior. Um, but he figured it out and figured out who God was and, and trained God's like, that's a man after my own heart. Right. And that's not toxic. That is how men are designed. I love that. So what was kind of the, you know, I know we don't have to go too, you know, too crazy into it if you don't want, but like, what was that moment you said, you know, a couple of years ago, um, was it somebody, was it a conversation? Was it like, what was that where you kind of go, okay, now I didn't believe in God. And now all of a sudden it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, now I know he's there. What did that look right, like? Right. Right. Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, I, I got into transition from um, doing more uh, personal uh, coaching, you know, with, with fitness and, and diets to more life coaching, helping people. Um, main focus was reprogramming. Yeah. Um, I really I really started understanding how this works and how we have programs that aren't don't serve us. Maybe once did, maybe never did, but how we need to unlearn and reprogram. So I, I moved into that, um, helping people, you know, I call it life coaching. I hate that fucking yeah. term. That's what yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> and I do so very bluntly, very, very bluntly. Uh, I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm not a fucking donut factory. So I'm here to give you great goods, which, you know, isn't right for everybody. Um, but anyway, so I, I have a presence online. Um, you know, these memes of my daughter and I went viral a long time ago. So people come to me and yeah. I, I would help people for free. I would be happy to, you know, you come ask me some questions on social media. If I have time, I'll help you. Yep. And in doing so, a lot of people will come to you looking for an answer and not necessarily the right app. They just want you to confirm something, right? That's right. And anytime a parent would come to me talking about their child, the first thing I would do is, well, let's look at you. Yes, sir. And they don't like, a lot of people don't like that. Very True much. story. Um, so this one day I had a woman come to me. I can't remember exactly the advice, but you know, I was like, well, let's look into you and Right away, she just didn't like it, started calling me a narcissistic asshole, this and that. <laughs> and from time to time, I will take that example, whether it's somebody conversing with me or maybe it's a comment on a post, which I don't engage with. I highly suggest you don't engage with many. We only have so much energy to give yes, in sir. a given day. We got to be very careful where we put it. Again, arguing isn't going to do a whole lot of good, just shining so fucking bright that people walk over to you is where it's at. And that's what I've learned. I put this woman's conversation up for display um, to show people that's not how you, that's not how you operate. That's not right. And she really took it uh, to heart really, really bad. Like it really hurt her. And I started looking within as I always do. I'm always judging myself. Always. Yeah. You know, where am I yeah. coming from? Is it a place uh, selfless or is it a place for me? Is it right? Is it wrong? And I started thinking, oh, maybe I'm doing more bad than good with me doing life coaching you know maybe i'm just too blunt maybe i was brought up too rough um so i i started pull i decided i was gonna pull back that day i said you know what enough's enough i got uh what's up birthday girl i'll say hi what hey. you got a birthday girl right there yes yeah, my girl's ninth birthday today yes. hey guess mr zimmer <laughs> i gotta tell you i got brielle upstairs i got three kids 
And my middle one today is her ninth birthday as well. No way. Yes, sir. <laughs> right Young lady, what is your name? Um, JC. JC, this so just so you know, you're being interviewed right now. That's going to go out all over the world. So a big happy birthday to JC. And JC, at some point, I'll have to introduce you to Brielle, who is also nine years old today. Happy oh, birthday. That's too, cool. <laughs> that's too cool. That's too cool. Right on, Matt. That's Matt. So cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's uh yeah it's beautiful to be back with her i've been gone for six weeks so it's nice to be back man yeah. it's been a while so yeah so yeah what I, what I was saying there so with the um i decided that day i'm like you know what I, I think i'm doing too much too much damage and um this so this is when god came to me and full disclosure uh use of psychedelics uh was involved yeah. and yep. uh that's what first brought me to an understanding with spirit and i can tell you now over the years i have that connection without um so at first i didn't want to share it because i was like oh is that just like dallas or what yeah what yeah. happened is i i was starting to um you use uh psychedelic mushrooms psilocybin uh, magic mushrooms for a connection with myself to help me bring my ego down um and i would do that about monthly uh on a monthly basis i'd go out on my bike and just explore yeah put on deep deep chopra seven laws of spirituality for whatever reason that book was really resonated with me and this one time i hopped on my bike and i started biking away and my intuition was telling me turn around turn around turn around i'm like what the hell this is weird it's a beautiful day i'm it's gorgeous i'm going out and i got about two kilometers away and a loud voice spoke in my head turn around so i did i was like whoa I turned around, went to my house, and I started having this negative energy pour over me like I've never had before. And it scared the shit out of me because yeah. I know oh, from high school doing mushrooms, it's called a bad trip, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I put this um, this uh, album, uh, uh, playlist on my phone uh, uh, on called Soul Music that I made. And I'll tell you a little back history. Never listened to the, never listened to the playlist before. I used to call myself music illiterate. I can't hear lyrics. Can't, can't hear. Um, I have to like, I, I can hear one or two, but yeah. I cannot get the message from a song. I just, I don't hear it. I, I enjoy the, the beats, the melody. Right. And, and that's that. And then, so I put on this playlist and I crawled in my bed and yeah. covered myself like a little baby. <laughs> and that's when God came to me and he spoke to me through music and he shared to me. That was the reason why I had the disconnection with music because when he was, when I was ready, when the student was ready, the teacher would come here. Yeah. Me, literally through this and now um anytime uh i sometimes i just hear lyrics uh whether i'm on psychedelics or not like i said i've made that transition where yeah. air goes up and i know it's a message um, and that's not only not not the only way he speaks to me now but that first time was that he's like i was here there i was here here i was here your whole life i love you don't worry about religion i know that's something that has kept you away from me yeah. don't worry about that you don't need to stay on the path you're on i have big plans for you and keep going and that was the first time that That's I met awesome. and I was blown away. And he left me with some names after that, that uh, did that. So I knew I, I wasn't going crazy just from the psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> you know? rad. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, so I saved a couple lives that night. I reached out to those people and there's people that were ready to kill themselves that needed me. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, I could tell you so many different wow. times I came in with uh, showing me, you know, and that was, that was my beginning and my spiritual past. And I have a guy, a pastor, Christian pastor who, uh, uh and, you know, he was in my life before, uh, as an employee of mine and, uh, he went to jail for a while. 
came out, found God. I reached out to him after my second experience because I was showing sacrifice. Yeah. And me looking at Jesus Christ. And one thing I just will say about that, you know, I'm jumping around is George, the pastor. Yeah. He looked at me, you know, we sat down. He said, you know, there's a lot of things you're saying that I don't agree with, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, that's between you and God. Yeah. And I respected that. And that's something that's really missing from religion and really missing from a lot of people on respecting that yes, God sir. will show that individual what they need to be shown when the right time is. So yeah. don't sit there and try to cram your beliefs down, especially somebody, you know, I look at religion as like, uh, not everywhere, but a lot of religion being wise intellect people who yeah. never had a mystic experience that yeah. are trying to interpret what scripture means based off of the reality they know, which is a fucking uh, yeah. a joke, a veil pulled over their eyes. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, so that's kind of, you know, yeah. a little, well, like no, said, that's awesome. And, then, and it speaks right into what you were saying earlier too, because it's, it is, you know, from that standpoint, dude, shine so bright that you attract shine so bright. If that's really the way that you want to get, you know, if you really have a message you want to get out there, then live it, live it so dang brightly that people can't be, you know, they can't help, but be drawn to it. Yep. Right. And, and that's, I mean, that's the message for, you know, for these young men too. And all the young listeners that we have too, is just, you know, I, uh, we did a post the other day. It was talking about the fact that you don't, you know, if you live what you truly believe, nobody has to, you don't have to tell anybody what you believe. They know. It's beautiful. That's it, man. It's obvious. So, you know, you said, and, and gentlemen, I'm going to open it up to you guys here in just one second. I have one more question for Mr. Zimmer, and then I want you guys to, uh, to be able to, to, to jump in there too. So, um, but you know, you mentioned you were gone for six weeks and you've been on and about and, and man, it has been a whirlwind of a six weeks uh, for you to say, the, to say the least, man, will you give us just a little taste of what happened, uh, you know, over these weeks and more specifically, obviously with the, with the truckers and, and all that kind of stuff. Cause it was, yeah, there. for sure. Well, as you know, we tried to make this call happen a few times and, uh, yes, sir. and yeah, and, just, you know, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. So it's been a, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Been a while, six weeks. You know, I went down to Ottawa, um, uh, capital of Canada, with the trucker convoy. And I'll just say, for me, you know, when you see me organize protests, the marches, um, I don't want to be marching down the streets. All right, um, that's not where I, I don't get off on that. Totally. Um, but I'm happy. I will be the man in front if I need to be. I will share my voice in front of however many people is necessary. I'll also be the man behind. I don't mm -hmm. care. Wherever I'm most useful is what I'll do to serve the people. Um, the collective to the greater good and help people wake up. Right. And, and I'll tell you, waking people up, at least for me, that's not sitting there arguing with people. It's just shining so bright, just yep. shining so bright, lead by example. And when people are, it's their time, they'll come over. So I went over to Ottawa with the truckers convoy, left this little cutie here. And um, it, it was such a beautiful thing. And what I was getting at, you know, I, I went with that just to, just to bring people together. I don't yeah. go there playing victim, crying about what the government's doing. Um, sure, you know, we need to dismantle that and have it uh, redesigned properly. But for me, it's just about bringing people together, right? Yeah. Building community and saying, F you to your bullshit law, I'm going to do yeah. what I'm going to do. And we stand in strong numbers. So going down to Ottawa, life changing. I can tell you the ripple effects just from the people being there as they, as they share that torch around the world will change the world. We'll change humanity a little bit by little bit right now on actually a large scale. It already is. You guys saw it around the world. Everywhere saw it. Yes, sir. And what that was, was love. That was love. And I, you know, especially me uh, being a man who's a little more aggressive at times, I have a lot of people coming at me like, oh, why aren't you fighting? Why didn't you retaliate when they came in at you, right? Why didn't you do this, that? Like, well, I could tell you 
you know, I can answer that in many ways, many, many ways. Um, you know, a lot of people like look at me, wow, no wars were ever won by love. Well, look at all the wars though. Did anybody actually do that straight through? We still have all these imaginary lines. We still have all this divide everywhere. Maybe we've been going around about it the wrong way the whole time. I don't know, but I'm only taking a little bit by little bit on what I'm showing, but I was showing to stand in light, stand in love and show the world, all the lies stand there with nothing but peace as they came in. So, you know, when I first got there, uh, I had actually just taken a break off social media for almost a month. I was at the cabin. It was beautiful. I highly suggest it. I get off this thing, social media. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, powerful totally. tool, but it's great I, to get away from it. Totally. Um, so I didn't really, I didn't get a part of uh, organizing the Congo. I didn't really know much about it. When I got off uh, my trip, it was there. I was like, holy shit. So I went out and, you know, again, what I was saying, I'm just here to do whatever I can. So the first little bit, as strange as it was for me, it was actually really a test for me. I grabbed a sign. I said free hugs and I went out there and I fucking hugged people. That's awesome. And it was, it was beautiful and really strange for me. Cause if you know me, I'm not that guy yeah. uh, at all. I used to always actually say my mentor, you know, two of my biggest mentors, Tony Robbins, and Annie Frasilla. I always look at Tony Robbins and be like, I'll be the next Tony Robbins without the hugging. Yeah. And I'm, start, I'm starting to prove that message wrong that I said, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I was lost before that's for sure. Well, I still have, we all are, sure. we all are you know, um, so yeah, so getting there, you know, and I just did whatever I could, whatever I could, and just seeing everybody come together and put off whatever they needed to off the side. You know, a lot of people call it sacrifices. I call it and in making investments, right? Yeah. Realizing, hey, you know, I might have to let my mortgage go right now. Might even get foreclosed, but that is more important right now to stand up to what we need to bring people together before my children and their children don't even have the chance to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing everybody come together was a beautiful thing, man. It was life-changing. And then we stood there united. Uh, that grew and grew and you know the riot police came in we stood um and just backed up slowly as they you know pushed their tyrannical rule from justin trudeau over us and um we all came together after that now i'm sharing uh you know all the kind of building blocks that i use to build community with people right now yeah. that's why traveling on my way back home and i just got here what two days ago now so gosh good for you man and and like you know you guys just so you guys know if you guys didn't see and i think we talked about it on, on one of our calls too i mean his assets have been frozen as well yeah, yeah i forgot about that yeah <laughs> yeah for, for being a part of that i mean it's like hey you no longer have that you know access to to your money to your funds has that something has that been released no 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 they uh well they have released my account so I can't, um, I can't receive or send e-transfers. I can't pull money out, out of province, I believe. Um, yeah, I haven't even, you know, I've been so busy since I got back. Yeah. I haven't had a chance looking at it's a whole lot. It. And it resonates, you know, something you said there. As I got back, I have a lot right now. I was like, okay, now it's time to finish my book. Now it's time to get the programs done. Now it's time, you know, I started a school for kids. I uh, just started with extracurricular activities. Patriot, Patriots Academy, it's called. Now it's time to really go full full throttle on all these things and you know as i was sitting down before this call money never sat on my mind on any of the thoughts how they yeah. used to in business it was yeah. all about how can i help people the most with this how can my yeah. message resonate the most and so when it comes to my accounts being frozen like i've really let go of that and trust me i'm a guy i still want 500 million dollars in muscle cars man that's like i, yeah, I, I totally, love things totally. like that but it, it, it's irrelevant now um, to the greater picture and understanding what's happening right now this is a year of an awakening and people are coming together. And I tell you, all those possessions, money and all that, that's been the con. Yep. Uh, it's a massive con on us. Um, yep. This world, reality yep. is created through how we feel. Uh, manifestation is not only real, but much greater than you probably understand or most people. Um, really how we feel is how this reality is created. So understanding that has really allowed me to release all of that and just 
focus on helping people oh, right now. The accounts are still frozen. Um, but for me, it's like, fuck, whatever. Yep. Man. Oh, that's nuts. All right, you guys, I want you guys to get your, uh, get your hands up. I'm going to start calling on you guys. Um, and before we jump off though, too, I will want to hear about Patriots. You know, I have, you know, this all started too, because I have schools in California, right? I have schools that I've created that I own in California. I have, uh, I have three that, that, uh, that I own that I started in Northern California. And then I help people start schools all over the world. We're part of this global network of entrepreneurs who are trying to build something better, you know, for our young heroes. So I'd love to hear about that. And obviously anything I can do to help me. And you know, uh, that's, we'll, uh, that's a, that's my, a foregone uh, conclusion. My eyes and my heart just lit up on that one, bro. So we'll be, uh, we'll be touching base, you know, not only on the call, but afterwards on that as well. I'm excited, man. That's super cool. All right. Turner, you are up, sir. Thank you, sir, for being here. And thank you for standing up. It's something that is much needed in this state and time. And my question for you is what gave you the boost and push to stand up to what's right and not letting the evil take over. That was, that was all gut feeling, all gut feeling, man, coming in. And at the time I was uh, on the top of my game, physically, my physical health, um, you know, eating the best foods, working out. So my vibration was really high. And when you're running that high, you're really in tune with your gut, with your instincts. And I just had a gut feeling speak up and said, you need to, you need to take a stand. Um, they, the people need men specifically standing out in front who aren't just standing out in front because they want to be out in front and be like, Hey, look at me. No, they're standing out front because they're ready to take some shots and help people. And, uh, so that was all gut feeling, man. I, you know, I can't ha- I elaborate any further than that other than just gut feeling telling me that was what, what was right. My moral compass guided me. I love it. Thank you. I love it. Logan, you're up, sir. Thank you for being on the call, sir. And I was curious. So the world is ever uh, growing, ever changing, right? And obviously there's a massive, massive situation going on in Ukraine. And before, before that, you know, the big, uh, the, the, the big headlines was, you know, what's going on with you guys, what's going on in Canada. So I'm curious, do you think people have, obviously the situation has not, has not gotten better and there's still people fighting for it, but do you believe that uh, people have, uh, that the news has forgotten about the situation in Canada and just kind of moved on and tried, was going to try and forget it ever happened. Or do you, or do you think that people are still remembering and still fighting, but Ukraine is still like in the, in the spotlight? Right. Yeah. I tell you, I've been so busy um, being that lighthouse and building community that I, I, I only hear what's on the news from a little bird here and there. Um, just a little, little snippet here and there. And I do understand, you know, we have the documents for the, uh, vaccine that have been released and a lot of different things. So big distractions all over, right? Anytime I look at what the news is spreading, um, I'm often going to think the opposite of such, or at least look into the opposite. Um, so with that being said, you know, directly to your question, there's people waking up every second, uh, every second of the day right now, understanding that we're love and we just got to unconditionally accept that and open ourselves up and come into it. So, you know, I, I, I wish I was in Ukraine to really understand what's going on there. Um, I can only speculate, which would be at that. But, you know, we can look past the last few decades and see that attack and that plan coming together right now, what they're doing. So um, not saying there are people in uh, <laughs> great, great, unfortunate positions out there. But right now, the news is obviously trying to, uh, you know, 
tuck things under the rug right now. Uh, all the vaccine uh, information coming out, all the bills are passing specifically in Canada right now as well. You know, freedom of speech is being torn right out of the window right now. Um, so I, I see all that as a big, you know, it's a big play. The world is a big play, a big stage being played, and we just really have to come together and shine so fucking brightly. It's not going to do us any, any, any favors sitting there staring at the problems online. Uh, we got to focus on the solutions. You know, I talk about that all the time. 90-10 rule, 10% of our time and energy focuses on problems, identify the problem. Now, what are the solutions? And either which way we go, you know, when I had, when I mentioned those people looking at me to be warrior, fight with aggression right now, you know, physically fight. I made a pact to do that, to not do that, to only come out of love and light right now. But either way, the solution is to build community, to shine so brightly and bring people together. Whether you're going to fight or you're just going to share love, the solution is the same thing, build community. So for me, I only have so much energy in a given day, just as you do, my man. So for me, I'm putting it into lifting others up, raising myself and lifting others up on that standpoint. And we're seeing people every second recognize that and wake up. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of dark stuff in the world, but it's all there to shake you, to shake people up and wake them up. So I look at it all as God's work. Uh, And, you know, we live in a reality where for there to be creation, there must be destruction, right? We have the positive and the negative. So unfortunately, there has to be destruction. But we are spiritual beings living a human body experience. So those people who are destructed, they go elsewhere. That's not the end of their life. Thank you, sir. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, a lot of wisdom in that, man. And it, it touches on, uh, you know, a couple of things that uh, we had Connor Boyick uh, was with us last week and the author of The Tuttle Twins. And, and um, you know, he's definitely a, a a guy fighting for liberty and fighting for freedom. And um, he was talking about the same kind of thing. You know, there's always, you know, there's the things that are designed to just perpetually keep you worried and in fear and just not to give your energy to that, to know that, okay, if this is what's the headline, then cool, take a look and just pay attention to other places. Cause there's probably a little sleight of hand going on. Look over here while this is going on and be aware of that, but ultimately don't be, you know, don't, don't be in this perpetual state of living in fear, be in the perpetual state of, of going the other way and bringing the, you know, bringing everybody together so yeah, yeah that's it that's it right there fear or faith you choose that's right faith, understand that we're spiritual beings and this is only this is only temporary we're here to build skills this is for fun uh yeah. you can look at that so you can have faith that you're going to be protected even if you have a brutal death here that's that right. you're going to go somewhere else or you can live in fear which is going to dumb you down it's going to remove all your sense uh it's going to kill you that's right. And like you said, you only have so much energy to give in a, in a given day, right? Well, then decide. Is that energy fearful energy or is it faithful energy? Right? Because you're going to give that energy either way. Mm-hmm. So you might as well decide which kind of energy you're going to give because you're going to pour it out anyways. And, and one drastically moves you forward while the other one drastically holds you back. And like you said, dumbs you down. And, and you know, so we get to choose on that. I think that's I think that's awesome. Uh, Tate, you're up, sir. Hello, and thank you for being on this call, sir. I just have one question. What can I do individually to help protect freedom? Right. Well, obviously, the first answer is going to be mass noncompliance to anything that you know is wrong. Um, So don't wear a fucking mask. Take that off. Stand your ground on that. Um, That'll be one of the biggest things right there. Um, And then again, um, anything you can do to bring people together, to lift them up. You know, um, if you had a space uh, of anything like me, you know, bringing people together, even if it's just for a fire, um, you could do a dinner, even if you don't have a space, bring people together at the park and do a hike or do a walk or anything you can do to bring people together and, and build a place of safety where they feel safe to be themselves and grow into themselves. 
That, that's really, I'll just keep it simple. I don't need to elaborate on that. For me, at least, that's my biggest two things. Mass non-compliance and build community. Build a safe haven where people can come into their true selves, open their hearts up, and not have that shut down and fear put inside because they're worried about being judged based on what society deems is right, right? And as you can see, how far have we gotten on that? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, and it, it's interesting, man. So many answers um, to, to what ails us socially really are usually, bare, they're, they're simple, you know, I mean, it really isn't people are, are looking, we've been trained to almost look for, there's a, you know, a difficult answer. There's gotta be a complex thing to do to go after and fight it. And I think you're right. I think ultimately the best answers are, are usually very, very simple and bringing people together, even just locally in your community, um, just magnifying that light together is, you know, I mean, it's a simple thing, but it is ridiculously powerful. Oh, ridiculously. You know that for me, and I'll, I'll say like, you know, I have great mentors, uh, amazing fucking mentors. You know, yeah. Andy was one of them. Uh, yep. love, uh, Andy's a great dude. Mutual friend of mine and I. Yep. I still look at them for 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 structure, um, but I'll tell you now, I've raised my vibration to such a degree and, and put so much faith into God. I just meditate, man. When I need yeah. to figure something out, when I'm dealing with bullshit in the community or got the officers here, or I need to come up with an answer, I meditate. I look in. And, yeah. and that has helped me to such a great degree. And again, it's just so simple. The answer is just mass non-compliance and build community, build yeah. a place where people can come into themselves and feel like they are actually respected for who they are and not totally. have to conform to something yep. that's not them. That's right. Uh, I love it. Palmer, you're up, sir. On this call, sir, my question for you is what defines maturity? What defines maturity? Oh man. I don't know, bro, because I'm a big kid at heart. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what defines maturity. What defines maturity? Well, I don't even know for me if I would care to define maturity. Um, because we really need to enjoy life. Um, I, what I would look at is what I would define sin as. And mm. sin would be missing my mark. Mm. Missing my mark, meaning what I know to be right morally, what God is showing me, if you believe in God or universe, spirit, whatever you want to call it, source, you know, I often call source. So judging myself based on that. So, you know, I would say you're at the right level of maturity. Mm -hmm. If you could follow your moral compass and mm -hmm. do your best not to miss your mark and you're going to fucking miss your mark though. So when you do to sit down and say, Hey, I fucked up. I'm asking for forgiveness and I'm giving myself for forgiveness because it all yeah. comes from the kingdom of heaven lies within. I am. Yeah. Um, and that's, that. I would say that's, uh, you know, at that, but for, for me, I'm maturity. I'd have to look up, you know, Webster's uh, definition on it, but I think that's something I want to stay away from. <laughs> but you know what, man, you did, you just gave God's, you just gave God's definition, right? Even if you look at the, uh, the, the oldest scriptures that we know, you know, in, in Hebrew, right. It's sin. Like you said, literally means to miss the mark. And what God says in, in the Hebrew is like, Hey, if you miss the mark, course, correct. As quickly as you can course, correct. That's it. Right. And so, you know, I think that, and I think that is, it's almost that definition Palmer, you know, it's, Hey, uh, here's the mark shoot towards that mark when you miss it. And inevitably you're going to miss it. Just course, correct, man. And get back on track. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know? yeah. I would say, you know, it's, it's mature to do what you know is right. Yep. And it'd be immature to do things to impress others. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Totally. What they're doing. I would, I would, you know, believe that. Yeah. So good, man. So good. All right. Parker, that is you, sir. Thank you so much for coming on here and for everything you're doing. And my question for you is in your opinion, what is the biggest problem in society today and why? Oh man. We got five hours to talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big one. It's a good one, Parker. That's a big one. Um, you know, I would, I don't, uh, the biggest problem, um, people not standing up to what they know is right. That would probably be the biggest one right there. Um, I, you know, I really have to think on that to, to set that in stone, um, you know, on what the biggest problem, I think that's one of the biggest for sure. People not standing up to what they know is right and sharing their voice. Um, and that's how society has been built to, uh, fear, especially men into being fear- fearful from sharing their voice. Right. I look at a lot of the things right now in the world that we're seeing spread as normal, um, as acceptable, not just acceptable, but you need to um, honor it. And it's being brought into our schools as mental, uh, mental health issues. And they were, instead of put on the path to deal with that um, and work through those issues, because life is fucking hard, they were given this cop out of, oh, you're this, oh, you're that. And, and identify with that. And it's okay now. We'll make society welcome that as normal. Right. Um, so just share your voice. I think that's the biggest thing uh, that's missing. One of the biggest problems is just standing up for what you know is morally right. All the answers are inside your gut, your mind, your heart, whatever you want. A combo of all that, honestly. It's all in there. Um, and yeah. standing up for sharing your voice. And doing so just to do what's right. Not yeah. because you want to be heard. Yep. The... You know, we talk about on this, uh, I talk about on this show quite a bit. I've got 11 rules, uh, in, in our house. And one of the rules, and this is our, this is our family rules the rules that look, I've got to maintain this for myself. I got to maintain, this is just who we are. These 11 is who we are. I can hold my kids accountable. I can hold my wife accountable. They can hold me accountable. They can hold each other accountable. They can go, dad, you're missing the mark on this. And like, that is just something we share together. Right. And one of those rules is doing the right thing is always the right thing. And it sounds so, um, you know, it can sound cliche or it can sound whatever, but I think the more and more we've seen these shifts in society, the more and more that just shows itself to be true and to be so powerful. It's like, look, it doesn't matter because as things continue to shift, doing the right thing is going to inherently get harder because so many around you are not going to be doing the right thing. And they're going to be telling you not to do it as well. And they're going to be chastising you if you choose to do it. Right. And so that's why it's such an important thing that we focus on. It is. And as you said, you know, like everything in life is a projection. Yeah. Everybody's projecting, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Miguel Reeves, the Toltec wisdom, don't take anything personally. One of the four agreements, five agreements. Mm -hmm. And I resonate with that a lot, especially, you know, once upon a time with all the hate I received. Yeah. Now I resonate as well with all the praise, um, you know, people call me a hero, this and that for being out and on or doing that. I'm no hero. I'm just a man standing up as he should and whatever, you know, I'll take a compliment, let them do that. But I will judge myself based on what I know to be not other people. So don't take anything personal. meaning hated or praise. You'll hear me say that a lot. Hated or praise, I'm here for you. And in that process, it's, it's just coming true to who you are and standing up to it and understanding that everybody's projecting on you, right? Yeah. Right now, I'm projecting out of love, out of yeah. positivity, out of my good experiences, and as well, my bad experiences that I've learned from, the resilience I've built. Sure. I'm sharing with you for good reason. I don't feel like I'm lacking right now, so I'm not projecting in a negative way trying to bring you down. Um, so there's a big difference on that. You really got to 
you know, a fifth agreement with Don Miguel Ruiz is, you know, listen carefully to everything, but be skeptical. Yeah. Uh, I think I paraphrased that wrong, but same, same gist of it. Um, so figure out who really has your best interests at heart and take that constructive, constructive criticism because you're human. So as that's you take right. that stand and do what you feel is right, you're still going to fuck up and do what's that's wrong. Right. That's right. That happens. We're human, but we that's adapt right. quickly, assess yourself, where to come from, correct yourself. And it's all good, man. Forgiveness is there. We're all so loved. You can't be loved without unconditional forgiveness. And I'll tell you, love is what we are at the core. And it is the most powerful, intense emotion that we all get hurt by because we have put it in the hands of somebody at some point where we didn't think there was any expectations or attachments to that love. And there was, it was a wrongdoing that was their projection, their issues, and it damaged us. Yeah. So we build these egos to protect ourselves. The ego actually, you know, at the base core is set out to do good for us. Yeah, but that's it right. spirals into something that's not and blocks us off from opening ourselves up to love, receiving yeah. it and sharing it, right? You can't be a lighthouse if you're blocked off to that. Um, so just take a stand and, and when you yeah. fuck up, you fuck up. Just and just apologize to yourself, forgive yourself and move on. That's powerful, man. I love that. Not being attached to either side, not being attached to the hatred, not being attached to the praise, um, you know, because you're judging within, you know, and you said one of the first things you said on your too that I wrote it down, you know, confidence comes from memory of, of past victory. And I think, um, you know, that as you're saying that, I think, you know, people's hate and or anger, you know, whatever they're projecting, and it comes from a, a memory of past, you know, fears or past wrongdoings that happened to them, you know, and again, it's just, they're projecting that. Um, so there's no need for us to take it as, as, you know, a personal attack, take a look inward and go, okay, do they have anything in the words that are a point that I can work on? Like, that's great, but not taking that emotional part of that, um, good or bad. I think that's, I think that's so powerful, man. Such a powerful concept. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if any of you guys listening, I haven't read uh, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I highly suggest it. Read it every three months. Right. It's a two-hour, three-hour read. I live my life by it. It changed my life. It was one of the first things, actually. Anytime I, when I was doing coaching, it's the first book I recommended to all my clients. So uh, easy to read and just so simple. Uh, just common sense. It doesn't need to be complicated, as Matt said. You know? That's right. Uh, just base principles, follow that. And, uh, you know, the light in, within you will shine outwards and it'll lead you where you need to go. So good. All right, we got last. So Elliot and Fenley, guys, just so you know, we got those two hands up. We want to honor Mr. Zimmer's time. So we got about seven minutes here. So these are probably going to be our last two. Elliot, go for it, sir. Thank you, sir, so much for coming on. It's really interesting to t listen to you. My question was, what had changed through you? What clicked to stand up for yourself? And like, when did you learn to, to stop following the trends and all that stuff? When did you learn that, hey, it's my... I, it's my choice. It's my decision. I follow it. When did you learn that? What, like, age? Right, right, right. I, you know, I've always felt um, different. Um, you know, I, I expressed at the beginning of the call that I was really by myself before I was. I was isolated, which is, I think, an important thing for everybody to go through. But I hit a, a degree that was unhealthy. Uh, I carried that on for quite a few years, about a whole decade of being by myself that really, you know, developed these... Um, anti-social skills, I should say. Um, so always, though, I knew that I was different. Um, and I think just seeing all the bullshit in the world and me being a more masculine man, I was attacked uh, quite a bit, especially these memes of my daughter and I that went viral all over the world. I saw the comments on them and people, you know, hitting it down. And I, I never cared to conform. And I knew that I only had so much energy to give. So if I was going to sit there and try to battle with them on that, it was just going to drain me down. So I, sec I was secluded. I, I put my, isolated myself. Um, 
And in doing so, as I said, there's a really good thing about that, but then too long isn't so good. Um, and I started drinking, I started developing bad habits, addictions, and I hit a really, really big rock bottom with my health, um, that woke me up and I just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It hit me like a brick wall, fucking freight train. And, uh, I woke up and started just focusing on me and becoming healthier and healthier. And in that, you know, there was always a battle with ego still is. Um, but along that, as I became more aware of myself and my surroundings, that is when God started coming to me, when I started getting the intuitive feelings, you know, when I talk about that big eye opening experience I had with God, he was always there. I was always getting fed the message. I just wasn't open to it. Right. So as I opened myself up more and more and worked on myself more and more, um, that came to me. So that big aha moment, you know, it was really collectively over a few decades of uh, mismanagement, I could say, but, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, um, but a lot of, uh, a lot of hard lessons learned. So that's, what's great about today's day, you know, with these podcasts, mentoring groups, you know, you can learn those hard lessons from others without going through them and just know you need to stand true to who you are. You know, what your gut's saying, that's it. It knows all the answers. You know, us humans, we're just like any other animal uh, that lives in the wild, just fine. Yeah. It knows how to do it. We don't need to be shown the way, right? It's all indoctrination everywhere you see to make us docile, obedient, thoughtless humans, right? There's a great book, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. If anybody knows, Take and Grow Rich, an iconic <laughs> book. You look at the manuscript, Outwitting the Devil. He wrote yeah. it at the same time, but it wasn't allowed to be released until the entire family was dead. Yep. And I really resonate with that book. Um, yeah. You know, it changed my life a year ago. And now when I listened to it the other day, I'm like, holy smokes, it changed my life even again. Yeah. I see it at a different level after I was showing non-duality, which is something that I know is hard to understand for a lot of people until you get that big smack on it. Um, but he talks about, you know, um, his mission to have people drift, to take away the one thing that we're given, the power of our thought our thoughts and he takes it away by, you know, getting you pulled into this instant gratification uh, through, you know, whether it's likes of people, you know, delivers There's so much, right. So yeah. much of this uh, that takes us away from actually living true to who we are and standing true to ourselves. So for me, I always knew that was the way. And it just, it took the pandemic for me to be like, okay, I need to show people. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was it. And again, that's why, you know, more and more, I, I look at the pandemic and everything that's happening as a, it's a, it's a blessing by God because it's here to wake everybody up and pull us together to the same frequency, which is love. You know, you take uh, white light and put it through a prism, it'll break up into the colors of rainbows, right? You can look at that as frequency or vibration. Um, if you want to create white light again, you have to take all those colors, put them back at that frequency, back through the prism, and you'll get white light again. And that's how I feel we need to be here. Uh, we need to get everybody to that same vibration of love, um, respect their different views, for now, uh, you will respect them. But once it gets to that frequency, they're going to understand. Uh, we'll all have the same views and understand what's going on and then get back through that and collectively come together. So, um, yeah, man. I wish I had, you know, that one pinpoint ass around it, but it was just a lot of, yeah. a lot of hard, trip, a lot of going down the wrong road, but it yep. was all the right road for where I am today. That's awesome, man. Uh, the, that book, um, by Napoleon Hill, I actually had never, you know, obviously think and grow rich. I'd read a, a number of times and, and, um, not just for the, the financial aspect of it, some of the other uh, concepts that are in that book, but I had actually never heard of the other one until uh, this past December. I was in Mexico with Bedros and uh, a few other guys, and Bedros was like, "Hey, if you haven't read that book, he goes, by far Napoleon's, by far Napoleon's best stuff." My favorite uh, book. 
It's so good, man. So yeah. good. So yeah. I came home and read it right away. It's stellar. Yeah. It's my favorite one to listen to. I, I'm not big on audiobooks because I have yeah. I really have really hard like like books I reread. I, I, yeah, audiobooks right. I kind of I miss things, but I love it on audiobook because it's like a podcast with the yeah. devil. It yeah. has the two different voices, right? So it's yeah. really engaging. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'll tell you, I don't, I don't look at, you know, spiritually uh, as like there's a devil with horns and whatnot. I look at Napoleon's, uh, you know, reflection on that is just really how this world works, how this reality yeah. works, and the negativity and the kingdom of heaven lying within, right? We manifest, we create everything. This is an energy matrix. So if you haven't read that one, definitely uh, look into it. It's, it's amazing. So good, man. Okay, Finn, you've got the last one, sir. Go for it. Uh, thank you for coming on the call today, sir. And my question for you is what do you think the biggest problem with young men is today? Right on. Well, first I want to say thank you for all the, uh, all the respect the way you guys, uh, you know, uh, ask your questions. It's uh, very respectful. I appreciate that. I'm an old school man like that. So it's appreciated. It's good to see yes, principles being, uh, you know, still instilled in young men. So, um, and I would say that's probably one of them actually, uh, lack of that lack of, uh, you know, respect, um, Lack of character, lack of resolve, um, again, just not standing true to ourselves and coming into ourselves. So I would say one of the biggest issues is men looking to what's popular in society and trying to conform to that. I would say that's one of the hugest issues right now, um, because I'll tell you, society is designed to remove men <laughs> yes, sir. right now. Cause, uh, you know, I, uh, as, as much as many people would hate to hear it, uh, I'm a true believer that there is the feminine and there's the masculine and we both have our own designs, our own reasons to be here. Not saying that one can't do the other to some degree, but the men are the warriors. We're the protector and providers. We need to go out there and spearhead what needs to be spearheaded and take that mission on, right? Um, come out there. So do that. Don't yeah. uh, let society make you conform and uh, respect everybody's oversensitivities. Like, no, I'll respect you. Um, but you're oversensitive and that's creating a mental health issue and mm -hmm. you need a wake up call. So <laughs> JC, I get you. You get it, girl. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, man, I want to respect your time, but I do, if you don't mind, man, working, I want to be able to support you and I, and I'd love for you to be able to plug the school. I want to, you know, you and I can touch base yeah. whatever you want man. whatever legitimately, whatever I can do to help on this school side, I want to do so, but I, I would love for you to just share with everybody what you're doing and how they can get uh, more info on that with the, with the school and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Matt, you know, speaking on touch base, I'm going to touch base with you on that on Monday. I'm Please. the birthday, birthday party. Yeah, this of week. course. Just kind of totally. um, so, yeah. So for me, you know, when I started the junior Patriots boot camp, which was one day out of the four classes we we're doing instantly, it was huge. And yeah. I realized kids needed that outlet. And then I saw how I could really instruct them in ways that was opposite from what the school was doing, you know, teaching about winning and losing, no participation awards, right. Coming back stronger, developing grit, resilience. Um, so I started Patriots Academy, which right now it actually started because everybody was really concerned about the school system. I said, enough's enough. Let's start a school. And literally everything I do, I get an idea the next day I'm doing it. Yeah. And with, with whatever resources I have, I don't care if it's right. like, if it's just, nothing for now or it's great whatever i can i just go go with it don't sit on it right so we started patriots academy and right now i started out with extracurricular activities so we're doing um uh i'm teaching the muay thai uh kickboxing um we do that for an hour and then for an hour we have life school so upstairs maybe we're the other day we were dissecting a deer heart showing them animal tracks how to forage uh, how to change a tire 
you know, okay. whatever it might be, just basic things, right? Coming in themselves. And one of the biggest things with Patriots Academy, the focus is having the kids be the teachers. You know, we're not designed to go and sit in a classroom for eight hours a day to remember facts. Mm-hmm. That's taking the power of our thought away. How right. Emil speaks to Napoleon Hill's that in the devil, right? Making people drift, remembering That's all right. these useless facts. I don't want to say useless. Some of it's great information, right? Has this place and whatnot. But so for me, Patriots Academy is extracurricular right now as we transfer that into a full-time school, a new curriculum coming into place where we'll have, you know, my, my focus right now moving forward is to buy land and build a school, uh, build a campground. We'll have a waterfall, lazy river. People can come there. We have a church, which is not idolizing religion, but more coming into ourselves, our own divine being meditation, you know, respecting everybody's religion, um, having, couple houses on there, uh, campsites that people can live in, and a big hall where everybody eats dinner together. That's one of the biggest things I want, lunch and dinner, everybody eating together. So moving forward, that's what we're doing. Um, you can find me on my website. Uh, I don't know how many websites now, but thevikingondemand.com. Everything right now is uh, very outdated, but we're in the process of doing that all right now. I'm finally starting my, my podcast that everybody's been waiting for for years, The Vikings nice. Voice. The Vikings Voice will be coming out right away. Um, my book will be coming out pretty soon programs and whatnot, but the Viking on has my social media and whatnot. Uh, cause I imagine that'll be, I don't know how long we'll be on social media anymore anyway. Sure. Um, yeah. So the Viking on demand.com is where you can find me. That's awesome, man. We'll link all of that stuff below, man. And, and, uh, uh, for those of you guys that are listening later on, dude, this is, this is phenomenal, man. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for what you're doing. I'm excited to, uh, to not only get this message, you know, continuously out, but just continue to work together, man, whatever we can do, uh, to build these guys up and you taking the time to pour into these guys means the world, man. It's well, a, it's a, big I have to do this anytime I can. Um, thank you for doing it. That's what I'm here for. I'm here sure, at everybody's goals wherever I can respect my time. I'm here for you. Um, so yeah, I look forward to it, man. It's time to really, uh, build, 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 build right now. And I'm excited to do it. We got the world that's coming together and resources aren't shy. As long as you're open to it, get rid of that fear, fear mindset that, you know, that lack mindset and just know there's abundance all over. We just got to open ourselves up to it, create it. Couldn't agree more, man. You guys give a big thank you to Mr. Zimmer. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, sir. You're awesome, brother. I appreciate you. Enjoy the birthday weekend. Right on, brother. We'll chat to you, man. Yes, sir. Powerful stuff. Uh, Give him a follow uh, on Instagram, Sean J. Zimmer. That's S-H-A-U-N-J Zimmer. Uh, And check out everything on his website. We're going to link that below. The man is the Viking. Uh, Love his voice. Love his message. Uh, Love his mentality, his pursuit for freedom. Uh, his commitment to his daughter, uh, you know, is just a good man being a good man. So, uh, and speaking of good people, we appreciate you good people listening to us. Again, if you have not yet, uh, rate it, share it, review it, all those things that helps keep us uh, moving higher and higher in the rankings so we can bring this message to more young heroes around the world. Appreciate all of you. Catch you next time on The Essential 11. See ya.